welcome to What Dreams Are Made Of, a podcast where I invite guests to explore sleep experiences from both a scientific and personal point of view. Now, I know everyone is eager to hear from my two amazing guests, but I need to take care of some housekeeping. First of all, I oopsied. In the inaugural episode, I said that my brother used to drop straight into non-REM sleep as a child. This isn't true. You have to go through REM sleep before hitting deeper non-REM sleep. According to Matthew Walker, PhD, who is the director of the Center for Human Sleep Science at Berkeley, and I don't know about you, but I'm not about to question a man who has spent 20 years studying sleep. And of course, there's also the data. Just Google sleep graph and you will see what I mean. So, without further ado, here are my two guests. You know them from AMC's Comic Book Men and may have even met them at a con, like I did. They are both huge in the podcast community, running their own studio, a shared universe podcast studio. They also host or co-host Numerous podcasts, including the award-winning I Sell Comics on the Smodcast Network, which is nearing its 300th episode. Other podcasts you can hear them on are Ming and Mike Show and The Secret Stash, the official comic book men companion. Let's welcome Mike Zapsik and Ming Chen. Good to see you. How's it going? Good. Well, yeah, ask anything and uh, yeah, the, uh, the, the floor is yours, my friend. Okay, awesome, awesome. So, um... Mike, don't talk about sleep paralysis because Sherry did that in her first episode. You no, know, no, no, please, please, because oh, you know what? Okay. The thing is, the thing is, is that um, I kind of want part of the podcast is to help people feel more comfortable about talking about their dreams because oh. it's it's important. It's important. A lot of people are like, oh, God, people are going to think I'm weird because I have sleep paralysis because I see things when I open my eyes for the first time or, you know, like there's all of these. There's the kind of a stigma with it. It's almost like kind of the stigma that goes along with um, mental health. Almost. It's like, I'm a big, strong man. I don't have, you know, I don't wake up and scream like a little girl in the middle have, of the night. We have a screaming storm. <laughs> Make sure you bring that up. We have a, we have a screaming storm. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, okay. But first, first of all, I did want to like cover some comic book men stuff just because I have to, because I have you guys here. Why were there never any Transformers? Not true. Really? Uh, Transformers yeah. twice. Uh, the first time where there was an episode where Mike and Walt faked sickness okay. to see if I could run the storm. And Brian O'Halloran from Clerks happened to come by and I asked him to help me out for the day. And a dude brought in a Optimus Prime and a Grimlock. Was they it were like both... Convoy or which are or were they the G1? No, they're a G1. Okay, okay, okay. G1, Optimus Prime, G1 Grimlock. Uh, they're both in boxes. They're in beautiful shape. Oh, and I'm going to have to look for that one. I'm going to have to look for that episode. Yeah, I believe uh, it had to be season three if I were to... Season three or four, I'm going to have to look up the exact Okay. Episode. The episode's called Ming in Charge. You know, if it was my store and for the price that the dude offered, I would have grabbed it immediately. They were in beautiful <laughs> shape. Oh, like, wow. Some of, the, um, some of the accessories for Optimus Prime were still on the plastic tree. Some of the stickers hadn't even been put on. I'm like, dude, this oh is my beautiful. Goodness. But I hesitated because Walt hates 80s toys. Uh, I know. I know. And, and I'm, you know, but to me, the, the 
coolest toys are the 80s toys. Oh, absolutely. But, but that's yes. Yes, yeah, but but you know, but that's but that's the thing is that the um type of emotions and the type of bonds that we make with our toys is according to when we were born. Right. You know, and I totally get that. I totally get that. You know what I mean? Like Megatron is like it for me. Like he's Oh yeah. He is he was literally the first character that I bonded with on a weird level. I like, thought you were going to say he was the dookie. No. He, he's, he's the, he, no, no. He's the oh. dookie. He's, he's the, I'm, I'm trying not to curse. He's, he's the. Oh, he's the shit. He's the shit. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Oh, yeah. Megatron's um, the shit. And Megatron oh. is the shit. Frank and, Wilker yeah. is, I don't know if you guys yeah. have ever met, had a chance to meet him, but he is amazing. The, the voice of Megatron, like yeah. just, he's, no, but... he's so cool. Just. Because, I mean, it wasn't just it wasn't just the animation. And, you know, it was also the voices behind the characters. Oh, that just yeah, yeah. Peter, Peter yeah. Cullen, like, man, right? Peter Cullen is the biggest sweetheart in the world. He is just he is so cool. And then he does that little alien noise from from Predator. And it's like <laughs> you're just like like when these guys perform, you know, it's not you're, you're so blown away by their performance that you're just kind of like stunned like how you know yeah. what i mean instead of like getting this really big cheer everyone's just like in awe like just uh, uh, uh. like <laughs> you don't even know what to yeah it's so cool and i mean i'm sure mink you probably had opportunities to kind of see these guys at comic cons and stuff I, I mean we both have definitely but uh yeah i ran i, I saw peter Collin like a year ago in la and yeah, uh, i was at the same comic con i think i was at the oh, same right one. On. it was it was um ontario california kind of revolution yes yeah and he it was yeah. um I wasn't yeah. invited. Oh, dude. I, know, I have the um, Kid Logic, Megatron, and Optimus Prime. And I don't know if, Ming, if you're familiar with that. Those yeah, 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 that's awesome. They're um, so, so that cute! Was, that was one time we had Transformers on the show. The other time, and I, I, to be honest with you, I don't even know if it made it to the air. We definitely shot with it, but somebody brought in a, a Fortress Maximus. and um, That was cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to remember cool if it made it. Yeah, I'm going to have to look yeah, back on the archive. Yeah. I don't think it did because uh, that was an RB thing. And yeah, we were. Yeah, I don't think it made it. Um, yeah, that, you know, because I like big toys. Obviously, I like, you know, the G.I. Joe USS flag. Anything mm-hmm. that was gigantic, uh, mm-hmm. I was attracted to. So uh, that Fortress Maximus was cool. But I, I mean, um, I, I mean, I loved all the Transformers. I didn't have as many as the G.I. Joes because they cost more. Oh, I, God. Yeah, I know. I know. So I couldn't like, get a, a ton of. Um, <laughs> Uh, but you know, uh, I, but um, yeah. Soundwave is my favorite Transformer for sure. You get two toys for the price of one. You get the tape. So that Transformer. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Yep. yep. Absolutely. I actually didn't have. We didn't have a lot of money. Oh I yeah. No. We didn't have a lot of money. So um, you know, so we never had comic books, and we you know we never really had the state of the art, top of the line toys or anything like that. A lot of the toys that we had, you know, that we got were only for birthdays and Christmas. That was it. Oh sure. Right? And 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 that was <laughs> after getting socks and underwear <laughs> you know oh, shoes. Yeah. yeah i got gotcha. you yeah, you know what i mean like you know that's just how i grew up and um but i remember when i was a little bit older my little brother he had some friends who gave him some gi joes the little ones i, I forget what mm-hmm. scale they're called but um, <laughs> and you know how they were held together with a rubber band i do of course yes so right we used to t- did you ever take them apart and like Put their torsos on different legs. Did you ever do that? I did. I did. Um, um, <laughs> I did. When I hit about twelve, I was like, "Well, I'm too old for these." So I started switching bodies and blowing them up, and I lit them on fire. And yeah, then, yeah. 
20 years later, I'm like, why did I, you're such an idiot. I why know. did you do that? Like, I know. I know. The, the saddest story ever is my oldest sister. I don't know why she did this, uh, but I don't, I don't know if she did it on purpose or if she was just being mean or if she just, I don't know. My, my brother had been given, um, it was the one of the larger sizes, and I'm sorry, I don't know any of this crap, but it was one of the larger sizes Batmans, like probably Batman from the animated series. Okay. Okay. And it beautiful. I mean, he he was really cool, you know, fully articulate, you know, you could do all these cool things with him. He had the cape and everything. My brother and I were playing. Oh, I think we even had a few Ninja Turtles. So we had this whole, you know, we had a couple of G.I. Joes. And so it was we're playing and somehow they ended up in the laundry. I don't know how they ended up in the laundry basket. Because that was a terror drone. That's, that's what you were. Uh, yeah, playing. apparently, apparently it's like because, it, you know, so they all ended up in the laundry basket and my sister threw them away. Oh, dang. wow. My That's brother crazy. and I cried. We were yeah. so mad. And we were like, Jenny, why did you do this? Ah, you know, and you're my horrible, mom. You're a horrible sister, yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm, you said something really interesting, and I wanted to address it. Yeah. We bond with uh, our favorite toys are the ones we bond mm-hmm. with as mm-hmm. children. And I'm, I'm the youngest of six boys. So I got all the hand downs. Mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. There was a uh, four-year, no, five-year gap in between me and my oldest brother. Uh-huh. So there's a 10-year gap between me and, or 12-year gap between me and my oldest brother. And they would mm-hmm. get toys. And we had a huge toy box that was essentially mine when okay. I, I think four or five. And, nice. you know, my, my uh, closest in age brother was like aging out of, mm-hmm. you know, G.I. Joe's and uh, all sorts of action figures. So most of that stuff belonged to me. I, I would find remnants of Captain Action stuff. <laughs> I'd find like a flashlight with a spider on it. I'd find some, and I, there was no internet back then. So right. we'll have to go and, and ask people, what is this? What, what does this come from? Why is there a spider on it? <laughs> and my brother's like, eh, it was a spider. Is this thing called action, Captain Action and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, did you have it? He's like, yeah, but we threw it in the toy box. And uh, I never had myself. I never had a Captain Action. I'm like, bummer. Um, but now you get older and you're like, hey, I could have a Captain Action if I wanted to. Right. Um, do you not still don't have one? Uh, I, I have a bunch of the remakes, but I don't. Uh, okay. oh, you want the OG original one. So, uh, but you want the OG original. Right, right, right. Awesome. Uh, so there, was, there, was a, there was a G.I. Joe and he was. He was um, he was a cobra, or he was one of the, you know bad guys. He had a flamethrower. He was my favorite. Come to find out, he was one of the rarest ones because oh. of his color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I went to um, Hascon a couple years ago. Uh, it's been more than- <laughs> in Providence, was it in Providence, Rhode Island? Oh, it was amazing. Oh, you went. That's so awesome. Amazing. And and I got the, I whenever I do these cons and stuff, I always like because I only do them like every four years. I always do like the VIP ultimate package. Oh, stuff. of course, yes. It, it's the only way to do it. It's the only way to do it. And so I got a behind the scenes tour. And so you know they're showing they're showing all of this stuff. And so is this display of GI Joes. And I'm going through and I'm going through and I'm like, that's not the same. That's not the same one. That's not the one I had. That's not the one I had. And they're like, oh, was he orange? And I went, yeah. And they're like. Because it was somebody else's collection, and they yeah. went, "Oh, there was only like two hundred of those made, or something." And I was like, uh, 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 uh. Oh. "And my sister threw mm-hmm. them away." <laughs> yeah. I That's, love my sister. I do. Well, I do. Well, Jacobson and Jacobson, uh, attorneys at law. Yeah, they don't, they've got the whole class. Big sisters who threw away your toys. 
Wow, that's, wow. that's awful. I um, wow, Hascon. I've always wanted to go, and uh, there's a there's a joke con. There there was a joke con. I don't think they're doing it mm-hmm. anymore. I think it was in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and uh, I heard that was cool. I I, I only hear hear these things third hand. Um, oh. They did both. They did like the 13 inch GI Joes and uh your precious precious three and three quarters uh that, yeah well, now the really bit the really tall ones are cool because of all of the you know the accessories and i mean they're they're more like they're more like a barbie doll because you can dress them you know like you can dress them in the different camos and the different hats and stuff oh, yeah. so they're definitely more like used a- to go on shore leave with uh gi joe yeah oh yeah <laughs> I'd like to kind of get into some of the, the sleep podcast now, if that's okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So just to switch gears and to kind of get us in the right mindset, I have a little segment I like to call Fun Facts About Sleeping. This is from Board Panda. Okay. Results of several surveys across large population sets indicate that between 18% and 38% of people have experienced at least one precognitive dream. And 70% have experienced deja vu. The percentage of persons that believe precognitive dreaming is possible is even higher, ranging from 63% to 98%. What do you guys think? I 100% believe in it. I've definitely okay. been... And they're, they're not detailed situations. Like, sometimes I'll be sitting, like, at a bar. I'm at a con in Dallas or whatever. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, maybe a person with a red jacket will pass by with, with a certain beer or something. And a friend will say something that was like, "Well, this is weird. Like, I feel like I've lived this moment yeah, already." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, and I swear that I it was uh, it was from a dream. Maybe I had three or four months ago, and it, it was the exact same scenario. And it's only a moment. It's never, you know, not like a five minute scenario or anything. Mm-hmm. It'll be, you know, maybe a thirty second thing. And I'm like, "Whoa, that was really weird." Um, but I, yeah, maybe, yeah, I feel it all the time though. So I totally believe in that. Um, I wish it would be like Minority Report where I could like pre <laughs> or like lottery numbers or something, but it's never, it's never that cool. It's literally just a moment, some passing moment where I'm, I'm out somewhere and I was like, well, I feel, I, re- I, I swear yeah. this happened already, but it didn't, but it, I guess it didn't a dream. Yeah. I don't know how these things work. I don't know what, you know, I don't know about synapses firing or, or, yeah. he, he knows nothing about any of those. Why well, 100% believe in that. I think, um, I, I mean, I don't know how you prove this or what kind of study. Maybe they've done- there, there's a lot. There's actually a lot of studies being done now. They're kind of looking at dreaming as kind of one of the final frontiers of the human brain because they're like, why do we do this? And they're learning that it's more about projection and less about a byproduct of um, creating long term memories, because they thought that the, for a long time, that's what was happening was that it was a byproduct of creating a long term memory because the thing's basically going from like here to hear right um but they found out that it's in the non-rim stages of sleep that we actually move things from the front to the back because it's a longer wavelength does that make sense have you ever have you ever seen like the okay it's a longer wavelength and they like to attribute that to like because it's a longer wavelength it actually takes things further back if that makes any sense yeah, yeah, it's pretty amazing stuff. Mm. It's so amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I believe in it too. Um, I'm okay. 100%. Uh, I, it used to happen to me more often when I was younger and dreaming. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, these days, I only remember snippets of my dreams. Back in the day, I remembered long, you know, the, the almost the entirety of my dream. 
So. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I've I've always, I mean, one of the reasons that I'm doing this podcast is because I've always been a very vivid dreamer and my dreams haven't, they haven't tapered off as I've gotten older. Um, and I'm a big lucid dreamer, like to the point that it actually gets annoying. So <laughs> it actually gets annoying. I'm like, I don't want to control my dream tonight. Do I have to? Like, and a lot of people are like, oh my God, I would love to be able to do this. But the problem is, is that when you're lucid dreaming, unless you can learn to like get into a more restful state, it doesn't really help. It's like, yeah, I can go on this adventure in my brain, but do I really <laughs> no, want to? It, I'd rather wake up and feel rested, you know, than wake up and exhausting. I've I've done that, and I have I have uh, one dream that I have constantly over and over and over. Mm-hmm. That it's it there's it's a variation on a theme. It's you know I I have to go to this place. It's something that is like active at night and only at night. And so I go there and I it's and there's shady stuff going on and I try to get people out of there. And then the it's like there are gangsters in my dream and they're yeah, shooting yeah. at me and and it's like, yes, this is I've I've done this like a thousand times. I'm done. Come on, can can we please change right. up the, the menu? Absolutely. No, I, I'm right there. I'm right on board there with you. I'm like, oh my is god. Is this why is this why you don't go to nightclubs anymore? Because you just described uh, <laughs> pretty much. Well, I any mean, number of alcoholism, you know, that's that's another thing. Right. Do you journal all these? Me? You journal, yeah. Um, I, I try to do voice memos. Um, because I find that um, like, you know, just on your phone, your app, your little app, you just like blah, 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 blah. Because the actual act of getting up and journaling, like finding the paper, finding the pen in that, in that small bit of time, you can actually like, you lose so much of your dream. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It's like 90% within like the first five or 10 minutes or something like, like it's ridiculous. Um, how fast they can actually, you know, how fast they go away. Oftentimes it's just the lingering effects of the emotion. Like, why am I mad at my husband? You know what? Like, Cause yeah. I'll be like, I'll be like, I'm so mad at you. And he's like, why are you mad at me? And I'm like, because, because you were bad in my dream, you know? I'm like, and I'm like, honey, you just have to, you just have to like, you just have to give me a couple minutes. Okay. And usually about five minutes later, I'm fine because I've been able to justify and be like, okay, brain, that didn't really happen. You know, he didn't do that. Yeah, poor guy though. He didn't, you know? Poor guy. He's like, wait, it's not my fault. (laughs) I didn't do anything. I, I do anything. Not in this dimension, anyways. I know exactly, exactly. He's but he's very he's very understanding and he gets it. And he's like, What did I do? What did I do? And so I'll tell him and he's like, That's stupid. And I'm like, Oh, I know it's stupid. <laughs> you don't need to tell me that that's stupid. But it's not my fault that the logical part of my brain isn't on while I'm dreaming. Yeah, that part completely shuts. Why don't you have coffee mode for me? two minutes before i woke oh, up. oh oh it's yeah yeah I, you know i can't even i can't even think of one right now off the top of my head i mean it's never like he's cheating on me it's really funny because it's never he's never cheating on me but he's always doing it's always like something like he's kind of a perfectionist right and i'm not i'm like there's a million different ways to do something and he's like oh there's only one way to do it and that's my way okay so uh yeah, we do yeah and and so and so you know something like that where like I put a lot of work into something and he comes back and, you know, fixes it. <laughs> and then I'm like, why yep, did you? Yeah. So anyway, anyway, um, I have a list of questions. Ask away. And um, you just say yes or no to each one. Okay. I 
and then we can we can expand on it if you'd like. Okay, fantastic. Okay, so first of all, here's a caveat: dreams are personal, and I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable. So you know, you well, I mean, well, I know, but but you know, some I mean. Some dreams can be like super personal and super, super like I don't really want to talk about that, you know. Okay. So you know, if, if we if we if we touch on anything, it's like just you know just shut I mean, it down. Keep that edible stuff to yourself, right? That's worth it. That has never happened. <laughs> sure, that is. The, Mike has no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. to him. This yeah. is not cool. No, we're good. Okay, so have either of you ever experienced sleep paralysis? No, where you wake up and you can't move. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't experienced paralysis. Um, I'm prone to night terrors when I don't okay. get a lot of get enough sleep. Yep. And uh oh, really mean? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um and I don't uh, sleep you don't get enough sleep ever. I don't. I, 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 I saw that on your oh god. I get, I'm so bad because I can't remember if it was Instagram or if it was Twitter. It was one of your sites. It was one of your things and like you know what? It was on your guys' podcast web or your um the share oh the shared universe yeah i was in the inner yeah, fire yeah 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 and there's it's, like uh, there's like you have like a couple of sayings at the bottom of your of your bio yeah, one of them is uh yeah anyone who goes to sleep the same day they woke up uh is um isn't trying hard enough or something like that yes and i went oh he's gonna be perfect to talk to <laughs> <laughs> yeah in general i don't sleep a lot and then uh you know like convention weekends i don't really sleep at oh, all yeah, uh, but there are um, at times when I when I'm really sleep deprived, uh, I'm prone to night terrors. Where mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's um, totally makes sense. It's because all of these, all of your sleep chemicals, like seriously, all of your sleep chemicals are just all fucked up. Like I did not know that, Ming. Wow. Now I know. Yeah. That I'm you know, you, do you know what's happening when you have a sleep terror? I don't. Do you know if, what causes uh, it? No, I mean, other than lack of sleep, I don't. So this was 20 plus years ago. So I don't know. I haven't I haven't done a whole lot of delving into this yet. But my psychology teacher told me that a sleep terror is when you're like you're asleep. Right. And you wake up and you're just absolutely petrified and you have no idea why. It's because your body's done an impromptu adrenaline dump. Really? That's, yep. That's why you wake up and you're like overly sensitive to everything, like sights and sounds and everything just feels like it's magnified 20 times, to- you know, 100 times or whatever. Wow. It's because you've literally you have an adrenaline dump and that's your body just went, you know, and gave you this adrenaline dump and you're just like, what yeah. do I do with this now? Yeah. Isn't that yeah. the same as when you're your dream like you're falling? And no, 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 that's actually different. That's when um, so there's different hemispheres of your brain. So if one of your hemispheres is falling asleep faster than the other hemisphere, you'll get the sensation of falling. So it's, it's like a weird kind of brain for you. Yeah, so you're, it's like your brain's just not sinking, and so you're like you're. It's like you know, and and then and then you get that sensation of falling because your brain isn't falling asleep in sync with itself. Yeah, pretty, isn't that kind of cool? I don't that's know. What's so cool. That is, yeah, that's actually pretty cool. Man, when you wake up with night terrors, do you scream cobras? Cobra. Uh, no, I, I, I should though. But yes. <laughs> okay, so have you ever had uh, night terrors, Mike? No. 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 Okay. Okay. Actually, um, I I messed up my. I can tell you for a fact that I messed up my sleep cycle for ten years. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, that, now, now, I'm. I'll be completely upfront with you. I'm. I and I have no problem admitting this. Um, 
through the use and abuse of alcohol for 10 mm-hmm. years, I would not go to sleep. I would pass out. So that, yeah. messes, that messes up your sleep cycle completely. Two years to get back into uh, some semblance of sleep rhythm. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. Okay. And especially since I, I wouldn't go to sleep and or pass out until like three or four in the morning, you know, um, and I would wake up seven or eight in the morning and just like in a brownout, you know, doing stuff. So never, never night terrors, but I completely destroyed my sleep cycle. Well, yeah, that's I mean, that's what alcohol does. Alcohol definitely mm-hmm. it does. I mean, it just you just blank out like, you know, mm-hmm. um, but um, yeah, that's that's interesting. Uh, let's see. So out of body experiences, like where you kind of like you're you feel like you're actually like maybe looking down on yourself. Any of those for either of you? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've done it sleeping and I've done it meditating. So oh, me too. Yeah. Yeah. The meditating yeah. is always really yeah. cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's always that's always a very like ethereal type, you know. Well, it's a you know projection, ethereal projection type mm-hmm. thing going, you know. And so you're just like, whoa, this is so cool. And then my dog walks in and steps on me, and then I'm just like, oh, yeah, thanks, thanks dog. <laughs> what about you, Ming? I no, I've never had one. I mean, I would okay. love to look upon myself from uh, like a third party view, but it's never happened. Yeah, upon my beauty. Uh, you know, I don't really look at myself. I have to admit, I don't really, I don't really. Look. I would rather because yeah, you don't look down at yourself. You're yeah, like, oh, this is pretty cool. I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to. I don't care. I know what I look like. You know, I'm just yeah, yeah. Just kind of look around at everything else from a weird perspective. There's one time we uh, tried to go through a wall and it didn't work. It was weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I've never tried to go through a wall. I just kind of like hover because my my brain is so freaking overactive. It's really hard for me to yeah. Stay but you, you try to move and you try to move around the room. It's almost like you're with a joystick and trying yeah. to move. Yeah. Gravity's not on your side. So right. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of the times I'm just I'm just able to like look around with my eyes. Like I can't I can't actually move my head. You know, it's really weird. It's is there a scientific explanation for that? Is there? Um, um, you know what? I don't know. I haven't okay. haven't looked into it really a whole lot. Some of these are considered um, fringe sciences, or you know, they're kind of taboo. So a lot of scientists won't touch this kind of thing because okay. of the stigma that goes along with it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, luckily, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I didn't understand what you said. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say that the Russians did this back in the 60s and 70s. They called it remote viewing. Yeah. And they, they tried to get them outside of their immediate bodies. But uh, a lot, I forget, I, did, I took were a class. Using, like, were they ago. using DMT or something to do it? Or were they using drugs? No, they were, not, they were not using drugs, but um, like meditation techniques. Okay, okay. Uh, like these were world-class EST guys. You know, doing doing the whole um, mm. they would purify themselves for like four days fast, and then you know do that. They'd go into a sensory deprivation tank, and they would have they try to do it outside their bodies, but they would actually be able to project themselves like miles away, like twenty, fifty, a hundred. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. Oh, and even, some, even even when, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, this is some Luke Skywalker. Um like oh stuff man this is kind oh, of cool yeah um well the like, russians were doing this for the cold war they were trying right. to get like the ultimate spy who didn't even have to be in the same room oh like like 11 yeah. from stranger things 
Exactly. Okay. All right. What it was, it was during the Cold War that they were doing this. And uh, I remember, I, I forget, I was taking a class and it was like the, um, like literature, the occult, and we were talking about all these things and, you know, uh, pyrokinesis and um, just the after effects of other things, you know, like EST, mm -hmm. Eastern um, Standard Transcendentalism. I think that's what S stands for, right? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not sure. I thought it was Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you know? Yeah, yeah, I, no, you're right. Absolutely. Absolutely. What do I, I don't know. You're the expert here. So no, I'm really not the expert. That was um, like the weirdest thing, but I've yeah. yeah. Sleepwalk. Anybody sleepwalk ever? Used to. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you remember how old, like what? I was between, actually it was between like, uh, eight and 24. Yep. Yep. That's absolutely. Yep. You answered correctly. No, I'm kidding. Um, that's the most common age range. I personally think that it's because of our, our hormones are going all crazy and wonky and we're growing up and stuff. And so everything's all those synapses are still mm -hmm. uh, forming in our heads. You know, I haven't read anything that's all like, oh, yeah, it's because of all the hormonal imbalances and this and that. And the other. I'm like, OK, well, you know what? If you do any studies and can actually I mean, I really feel like that that's what it goes back to. Once again, I'm not a scientist. It's just a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> so would you wake up in other rooms like would you wake up in a neighbor's house like a golf course yeah i woke up in margot kidder's bedroom one time it was really <laughs> weird like she planted shrubbery at the bottom of her bed no i i didn't end up yeah i'd end up like um there was one time and i, I hope you don't mind but i'm gonna no it's fine Davis. so um i woke up one time and i was uh, i i was actually startled awake uh, which doesn't, it didn't kill me. didn't do anything. You know, you can't startle somebody awake. Mm -hmm. I was um, in a shower stall peeing. <laughs> and I was having a dream <laughs> that I was at Yankee Stadium um, in the bathroom at one of the, the trough mm -hmm. urinals. Mm -hmm. And um, I was, <laughs> this is, the, uh, a woman woke me up like, oh my God, Michael, wake up. And, it, you know, I was like, oh, wow, that's, that's really weird. <laughs> that's that's hysterical. No, that's that's fantastic. I mean, there are way weirder things that people have done in their dreams. Oh, of course. Yeah. Cars. You know what I mean? And end up driving a car through a, a window. Yeah. You know, they just like go walking down the street in their jammies and people are like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, like crazy stuff like that. Um, my sisters used to have conversations with one another in their sleep. So um, we had a really little house and the three of us actually shared a bedroom. My two older sisters, um, they would sit there and they would be. Uh, and they would be like. <laughs> like they would do this back and forth. And it's like they were having this conversation. And I would just sit there and I would just like listen. And I'd be cracking up because I was always a very light sleeper. And so I remember one time mom came in and she's like, because she had to go to the restroom or something. She like looks at me or whatever. Like, what are they doing? And I'm like, they're talking to each other. <laughs> and she was they're not like, making sense, but they're talking to each other. Yeah, I'm, yeah. No, it's totally. It was in there for them. Have you ever heard like, I mean, and my, my two sisters, they aren't twins or anything. I mean, there's a big, there's a pretty good age gap between them. But you've heard like where the, have you seen the videos where the twins, they can't speak yet, but they're talking to each other. Right. Yeah, that's what they were doing in their sleep. And it's so funny. And it's just like, I wonder what they think they're saying to each other. 
something in their brain is somehow taking this jum- jumbly mess and making it into words. Yeah, you know? processing it somehow. Uh, yeah, and I would I would love to be able to just kind of like go back in time and be able to figure out what it was, what this conversation was, you know, between the two of them that they kept having and, you know, how it was crazy. It was so funny. So funny. How cool would it be if like one of your sisters finally admitted it's like, yeah, you know what? I was I was messing with her. I was fucking with her because you know. You know not? what? That's just so not my sister. So probably not. But what if what if one of them just did like, listen, here's your Christmas present this year. Uh, I was messing with her, and <laughs> I just want you to be in on the joke. Yeah. Oh my god! I would be so mad. I would be so mad. I'd be like, why would you do that to me? Like, yeah, like sure. as if you didn't mess up my childhood oh, enough. You know, come on, two older sisters. Right. Her. But what you did that to me. Yeah, I know. I know. I was like, I'm the one that was up there going, you know, sitting up in the bed going, what the hell? You know, it's like, you guys can't call me weird ever again, you know? (laughs) Oh, repeating dreams in one night. This is one that I've always been interested in. I'll have the same dream over and over and over again, you know, like, like up to three four or five times sometimes and it changes a little bit wow in the same night i've yeah. never had that i've yeah. had repeating dreams over time yeah. now the, a theme to my dreams but yeah, weird. yeah no it's that. it's like watching a movie over and over and every time you play it something changes a little bit you know what Maybe i mean because I, I watch movies over and over again many many uh, times I, I just don't notice that i'm dreaming like doing that yeah yeah things. yeah well i mean we do dream every night so mm-hmm. you know um we just don't remember it that's yeah. it's just if we didn't dream there'd be something wrong with us wow that's interesting though yeah i've never had that happen and uh, uh, like like five times in one night that would be insane mm-hmm. it's like groundhog day but all in one night oh yeah but groundhog day is way more annoying I love that movie. I gotta, you gotta I, go uh, into it with the right attitude. That's oh my god! You know, I think it's see. The, I didn't see a lot of these the movies that were made back in the eighties and stuff until I was a lot older, and so I never got the appreciation for them. You know what I mean? It's like it's like people keep it's going to be awful. I know, but people keep trying to get me into comic books. But because I was never into them as a child, I can't get into them now. I just I got I tried. it. I've tried so hard. I hear you. Like the problem for me is that no artist is going to be able to paint something that's better than what my own magic can make up for myself. Right. Does that make sense? There's one book you should read. If you if you do me a favor, okay. write this down. Okay. It's called Kingdom Come by Alex Ross and Mark Wade. I know that name, Alex Ross. He is a an incredible comic book painter. Is this a graphic novel? Yes, you can. Okay, you can get it as a graphic novel. It's, okay, okay, um, you'll like it. Probably. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. No, I, I and and I do tend to definitely lean more towards graphic novels because okay. I the art's better. There's more put into. There's more put that's put into it. There's yes. more. There's yeah. So anyway, no, that's fine. No, I I'm not. A, <laughs> trust me. There is a comic book for everybody. This might be yours. Okay. Okay. That's that's awesome. That would be great. Lucid dreaming. Been able to control your dreams ever? Ever? Sometimes. hmm I actually read a... Do you remember Omni Magazine? Oh, it was sci-fi, very... right? It was sci-fi, but sci-fi with a twist of um, 
like science in okay. it. Oh, okay. Not okay. They had some, and they they talked about how you could control your dreams. And I read an article in there, and I used some of the um, things, Tech. the tips okay. that they, they told you to do, and I, I was able to to control dreams. It it takes a lot of work. It does take a lot of work and for it, some people, anyway. Oh my God. <laughs> It, it really is. And it's, mm-hmm. it's like, like doing heavy lifting while you're sleeping and you wake up and you're like, oh, my God, I'm so exhausted. Yeah, and I you're know. like, why the hell? I just slept for eight hours. Why the hell am I so exhausted? Mm-hmm. Because you're lucid dreaming because you're trying to control the environment inside. Yeah. And you, yeah, you've never you knew never go into your non rim, which your non rim is the lower is mm-hmm. that's that's where your you know, your your eyes stop. You know, because when your eyes are moving, that's when you're dreaming or that's when you're in the states where the stage of of sleep where you can be dreaming. You're not dreaming all the time. You just, you know, because you don't we don't actually dream that long in our night, which no, is amazing. To minutes every yeah, per- per- yeah. dream. So yeah, it's, it's not very it feels like years. So. It can, especially for the ones that just keep repeating on a loop and they just change a little bit every time. And the funniest part about it is that every time they change, it's a little bit crazier the next time. So it's like a reboot. And every time there's a reboot, it just gets a little bit crazier. You know, it's not even a good reboot. It's like, Ah! (laughs) no, it's not the menu that you're going to read. And that's another thing. Have you ever been able to read in your dreams? I have. Yeah, and they they're like, oh well, no, you can't you can't read in your dreams, and I'm like, oh, shit, book, man. I have, I've done it like tons of times. Yep. What are you reading? You can read like an, uh, a headline on a newspaper. You can read text on a, a screen. You can read stuff on a on a monitor. I have done that. Um, usually, it's a book, like are you said, like an article or something, and um. And I always like, and I think this is when I jump into some of my lucid dreaming because I'll look at it and it won't make any sense and it'll just be a bunch of gibberish. And then I'm like, I'll just like stare at it until it makes sense. And that's when I turn, I think, my lucid dreaming on and go, okay, you're in a dream. What does it say? And I'm like, oh, that's what it says. You know, and it's like, so, but because that's happened so much to me where I'll like look at something and like the, like the, the, the page, like the letters and everything on the page are literally like jumping around and all scrambled. And then they'll finally, and then I'll finally like, kick that lucid dreaming and just be like okay make sense of this stop just staring at it and then i'll somehow make sense of it and then just be like oh that's what it says <laughs> oh yeah i don't think i've ever read anything that not to my knowledge not that i can recall and uh lim- limited control over any of my dreams i've never mm-hmm. yeah never been like hey all right i got this yeah yeah my husband's the same way he he didn't know what sleep paralysis was i was like you've never had that happen he's like no and i'm like Honey, you need to experience this terrifying thing, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> he's like, that sounds that sounds terrifying, you know. Tonight I'm gonna I'm gonna put a pillow over your face until you're almost dead. That's what it's gonna feel like with sleep paralysis. So don't fight me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys said you had a story earlier. Do you remember oh. what it was? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it has to do with the uh, night terrors, but um. We were in a situation where uh, we had to get a very quick hotel room. Me, Mike, and uh, another associate of ours, and uh, we we were we cheaped out, so we only got one room. And uh, right outside the airport, we missed our flight uh, from oh. get to. Yeah, so uh, they had to take the next one out, but not till the next morning. So we we cheaped out, got one hotel room for the three of us. It was only going to be there for like six hours. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, so I yeah me and Mike bit the bullet. Like all right, you take the other bed. Me and Mike will take this one. And uh, you know we're we're 
we're, we're drift, um, Mike, dr- Mike and drift off to sleep. I was doing work on a laptop, and all of a sudden, our friend bolts up straight up in bed and just starts screaming at the top of his lungs. By the way, friend is used in the loosest. I, someone we know, an associate, and I'm gotcha. looking over okay. at him, and I don't stop him. He's kind of crazy anyways. I just wait for him to stop, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, calm down. You're dreaming. You're dreaming. I up out of bed. I'm, I do like a triple gainer. I'm like, I'm on one hand and both feet. I'm like in the Black Widow pose. I'm like, right. what the hell's going on? Yeah, he's, it was all of a sudden he bolts up and starts <laughs> screaming at the top of his lungs. Obviously, he was having some kind of night terror. Now, the weekend before we had been at a con, uh, and I, you know, I'm, I'm taking these guys out for adventures. So they, he was way, well, he was total lack of sleep. So, and I don't, it's not my fault. He could have, it's not my fault. He was having a night. We're having fun. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, fun. yeah. We, were having fun. we dragged him along and I, he was, it would have been a lot more fun if he wasn't with us. Oh, yeah, but, um, oh. And, uh, he was, yeah, just the whole thing screaming at the top of his lungs, but I knew what was happening because I'd gone through stuff like that myself. So I just waited mm-hmm. and I'm like, dude, wake up. Wake up, calm down. You're yeah. not dying. <laughs> yeah. You're not dying. You're okay. Go back to sleep. And he did. But, you just uh, can't think of anything fun to do. Yeah. But after that, we were, we, Mike, we're like, never again. <laughs> never. Oh, my God. No. Go get your own room because we're not, we're not putting up with no. it. Oh, oh, God. No, 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 no. My mom, my mom, she snores really loud. And uh, we've tried to get her on a CPAP, but she's like, I don't need a CPAP. And I'm like, okay, mom, whatever. But yeah, no, we uh, like, whenever we get hotels and stuff, it's, we either get like, um, a suite. <laughs> well, we either get separate rooms or we'll get like you know, like um, like a Stay America or something. And so right. she's oh, there's the big, a wall. Yeah. yeah, there's a wall between us. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, as long as there's a wall between us, it's okay. But I, you can't sleep. I can't sleep in the same room. With gotcha. Yeah, so it's down like, to a wall. I'm like, yeah. mom, I love you so much, but good <laughs> God, let's see. Well, I didn't know anybody was talking, uh, doing any podcast about dreams and dreaming. So this is really cool. Yeah, this is cool. Oh, yeah. Um, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and I like the paranormal podcast. I've actually sure. found one that I like, you know, um, I don't believe in a lot of it, but it's fun to think about. And it's fun to apply a scientific, scientific reasoning to why it is that our brains do these kinds of things. Right, too. for sure. Now, I, I'm not. I'm never going to say that somebody didn't experience something weird. Do you know what I mean? Last week, my coworker, she did a, she did a podcast with me. My first, my first one, actually, my inaugural one. And she was like, um, when she has sleep paralysis, she'll wake up and she'll see things. Like, wow. You know, she'll, like, well, like in her, yeah, like, and, and in her case, it was like, um, there was a demon in the corner and it was eating spiders. Okay. She hates spiders. She doesn't like spiders. So it totally makes sense that there would be, you know, spiders in her. Of course. And this, in this apparition, and this, if somebody else was in the room, they wouldn't have seen it. But she, like, she literally saw it. I mean, and this is your brain projecting things that aren't real. You know what I mean? Um, and um, I've never had that. I've never had where my brain, I, I've woken up, you know, sleep terror, but our paralysis and all. I've never actually seen anything, luckily. Luckily, because I, I don't know if what I don't know how I would deal with that. I don't think I would do that. Demonic manifestation or even just the yeah. brain manifesting as a yeah. Yeah, a, a lot of, yeah, two of the most common sleep paralysis experiences are there is somebody or something at the end, the foot of the bed, standing there watching them. A lot of people call them <laughs> shadow people. Okay. Yeah. I know. I know. They call them shadow people because oftentimes they, they're just in the shape of a person. But that's it. It's just a shadow. Um, 
and um and then the other one is um it's the succubus where you feel like you have something on your chest right yeah yeah and, and there's there's actually a really famous painting um that actually depicts yeah, this I've seen yeah that. yeah yeah so so um and, and that's that's i had that happen one time but where um you know it was like oh there's a demon on my chest and it's you know and i couldn't breathe so i'm like oh it's trying to kill me it sounds you like know? a country western song so yeah you're absolutely right yeah and it's funny because this is something like this is something that happens worldwide a person like analyzing this this is always what they come up with it doesn't matter who you talk to where in the world it's always mm-hmm. like a demon or a succubus or something's on their chest that's like a terrible, terrible thing. And it's so funny because just how just how human it is to to have this to, that we all interpret this as the same thing, you know? Well, it's cultural phenomenon. That's what yeah. you're Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, and- the stories of the flood, it's it's in mm-hmm. the, the the human unconscious. We're all afraid of water. There's a huge flood, boom. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All of this just really, it just really like is like totally crazy and amazing all at the same time, you know, and, and dreaming is something that we all do, you know, whether, whether we think we do or not, because there are people, Oh no, I don't dream. I'm like, yes, you, yeah, you do. You, you're just too stupid to remember it. Well, I don't know if you're too stupid, but like, <laughs> you can tell this- them that and it'll really tick them off. And at least it'll get the <laughs> conversation going. That's true. That's true. It's like, you know, and it's like, I, I wish I could, I wish I could like, help them dream you know what i mean because i'm like it's such a it's so cool yeah you know it's so cool to be able to remember your dreams especially the ones that are like really good where you actually get to go on these amazing adventures and fly i mean flying is my favorite thing to do i love flying i love it it's so cool um and and um you know so i'm always flying i'm always flying in my freaking dreams and i'm always like oh yay look at me i'm flying you know you know it's it's always funny though because it, it's hard it's not easy it's not easy to fly no. in a dream it's no. not often um when i was really it's taken me a long time to actually even get to the point where i can go like above a tree line yeah you know what i, know, I mean right? i had to follow um like roads oh interesting interesting yeah. I, Never had to follow roads, but oftentimes... Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't get lost, so, yeah. Oh, I see. No, that's really cool. That's really yeah, cool. I thought, yeah. I don't, um, I don't fly a lot in my dreams, but when I do, I always take the road. I, I always try to go up as high as I can, but for some reason, I can never go very high. Um, there, some people are like, oh, well, if you go too high, that means you're, you're dead. And I'm like, so what, is that the opposite of hitting the ground? I mean, and, if and you not fall. only that, but how do you know that? what empirical data do you have like, you know and i'm like that's a really interesting thought but yeah it's really it's really interesting how people's um how they interpret their dreams and how they're like people are convinced that if you do this that or the other in a dream do you know how many times i've actually hit the ground i'll jump out of my body look at myself third person and mm-hmm. watch myself hit the ground and be like "Ooh, that hurt you know yeah. like <laughs> I, I actually have died in my dream, and I'm not yeah. dead in real life. So yeah, yeah I know, I know. And I'm like, no Freddy Krueger. Nice, you're immune. No, actually, I I had a dream where I was in my old house. I opened the back door, and my dog um, was started started to run behind me, and a guy I didn't see him there pulled a gun and shot me in the face, and then I woke up. Mm-hmm. So I was I should have been dead. I'm not dead. Yeah. 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 Oh, no, I've, I've died. I've died so many times in my dreams. 
Like I've died so many times. And mm -hmm. it's funny too, because usually it's like, it's really kind of fun actually, because I'm like, I'm usually saving somebody. I'm invulnerable. I'm always like saving somebody. Like it's always Private like- Private Ryan? Huh? Private Ryan? <laughs> oh, I get, yeah. Oh yes. Saving, saving Ryan's privates. Yes, absolutely. Oh, um, <laughs> I know that joke. No, nah, I, I wasn't about to shame you for that. No, not at all. I'm shaming those other people for not remembering their dreams and their stupidity. Oh no. Cause my, my husband doesn't remember his dreams. All right, well, he's, he's, not, he's the exception, not the he's rule. Not, he's not stupid at all. He's, he's the exception, not the rule. Everyone <laughs> else is stupid. I'm kidding. I'm joking. Ming, you're going to take that out of context and just give me like a really sure. good That's what I do. That's what I do. <laughs> so are there any specific dreams that you guys have had that you would like to share and maybe try to pick apart? Or um, are, do you want me to read about um, the Columbia crash and premonitions that people had? Oh, my God! Hi! <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm going to have Yeah. <laughs> I think she's a fan of Walt. You're dreaming right now. Yes, you're dreaming. I'm dreaming. Dreams. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm a nightmare as I walk away. Yeah, that's true. Wait, Yeah, I want to hear about the, this Columbia accident dream. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, totally. okay, okay. So the Columbia crash, and this is from um, a redditor user user named. Uh, it's just a bunch of letters. O E S J M R. Uh, February first, two thousand three. Oh, thank you, thank you. Okay, I've only ever had one premonition type of dream, and it came true within hours. In the dream, I was standing in a field, looking up into the morning sky, watching a fireball fall with a smoke trail behind it. Pieces of it were breaking off here and there. I was with a handful of other people, who I did not know. Excuse me. And we were all looking up in amazement. Our radio was on and there was a man stating, do not touch any pieces of the spacecraft that may crash to Earth due to potential radiation contamination and things of that nature. We all stood looking into the sky for a few moments before I woke up. When I woke up from the dream, I noticed it was still dark outside. So I looked at the clock. It was 2.35 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I got up, drank some water, laid back in bed and thought about the dream for a while. I was having trouble going back to sleep, so I turned on the radio and eventually drifted back to sleep. I woke up in the morning, and to my disbelief, I was hearing the same voice from the radio in my dream hours before on the radio, now saying similar things. I thought, what the hell is going on? I turned on the TV, switched it over to a news channel, and saw this video on the screen. Space Shuttle Columbia had just disintegrated during reentry. I get goosebumps even today thinking about it. So this was only one of many premonitions that people had about the Columbia. Okay, and this um, was around the world, I imagine. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, th this one was uh, United States, but um, there was one of the one of the children of one of the um, astronauts, or one of the people went up. He was adamant about his mom not going up. He was just adamant about it, and and every time they would have, they would talk to each other, like you know, he would be like. You know, when are you coming home and um, and be careful and also and this like wasn't like this kid at all to do this kind of thing, according to the family members. And then um, so it's almost like he knew like he knew something bad was going to happen before yeah. it happened, you know, uh, and um, but there were other there were other instances where like this one lady that was um, they were they could see the 
they could see the the ship or the they actually saw it come down, you know. Mm-hmm. But like two nights before it happened, she had that dream and like she told it to her husband. And then so you have so you not only have her story, but you have him back in group. So it's really interesting how these tragedies that happen, um, how we how people actually dream about them. You know, or they have like these premonitions before they happen. I mean, um, my sister and I, we both dreamt that my grandmother passed away before she passed away. Now, she was in the hospital, but she'd been in the hospital a lot. She was a heavy smoker. And um, so, but she, but so, you know, like I said, she'd been in the hospital a lot. And so it was like, it was like any other time that she'd been in the hospital, only this time my sister and I both had a dream that she passed away. And then like the next week it happened. And so it was kind of interesting. It was almost like, it, it, does that make sense at all? Because there was like nothing, there was nothing different. There was, she was in the hospital. True. But I, I think our minds go to that worst case scenario when, when we're confronted. Mm-hmm. Even, yeah, even when yeah, she was in the yeah. hospital before, you're probably thinking, God, I hope she doesn't die. God, I hope she doesn't die. And right. then, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, this yeah. time around, you're like, God, I hope she doesn't die. God, I hope she doesn't die. And then she passes and you're like, I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. 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 I mean, and, and yeah, you're absolutely right. It, it, it could have, it could have just been there. There's a lot of stuff that happens in our subconscious all the time, like all the time. Um, one of the things that I always, um, one of my favorite shows is called brain, brain games. It's, it, it used to be on Rocket. national geographic. Yeah. I love that show. Love it. It explained so much about the human mind and how it works and how we trick ourselves into different things all the time. Um, and um, one of the things they talked about was our, how our subconscious is constantly taking in information that mm-hmm. we're not that we're not even aware of because, you know, our brain acts as a giant filter. Basically, it's only giving us the information we need. So anything else, it's just kind of like filing it can be filing back or it can just be tossing aside and not even registering it but one of the um one of the really cool um stories was like a per- like you wake up in the morning and the the weather you turn the weather channel on and it's like oh we're, you know sunny day today blah 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 it's not going to rain but for some reason some reason something tells you to take your to take your rain jacket or to take your take your umbrella. You don't know what it is, but you're like, and then it rains later. Okay, yeah. that's your subconscious at work. Whether it be the barometric pressure, it's generally yeah. based on ex- an experience you've had before, though. Like, so let's say that same thing happened, and you wake up and the weatherman is like, "Oh, beautiful day today, sunny all day." Blah 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 blah. Right, and then so then so then you just you go outside and you get rained on. Well, the next time around when you hear that you know, you're more likely to take your umbrella. Sure. Because, you know, because you have that. You learn. Yes. <laughs> right. Because and, we, and we don't have six senses. We have more like 158 senses. That, yeah. Like, yes. That, the feeling on your skin, yeah. the smell of ozone in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. these are like small triggers that, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> someone yeah. once asked me or once told me, that um, psychic phenomenon is more people aren't in tune with them with um, that because it doesn't matter. Psychic mm-hmm. phenomenon is not useful in any practical way. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm 3000 miles away and I sense that my cousin just died, 
what good is it? Right. That we don't have teleporters, so I can get there and mm-hmm. it like, doesn't doesn't help. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the only the only things that I you know like that mother intuition. I mean, that's literally saved my like literally saved my brother's life before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. But it was totally mother's intuition. Like, what told my mother that we were being stupid and he, you know, he almost drowned. So, you know. Um, because you're, that's, that's a child's natural inclination. That's their default setting is stupid. Yeah, absolutely. It's literally, yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. And I, I mean, I don't, I don't have kids. So I don't really. I do. And I'm still a <laughs> big kid at heart. So I can still do stupid things. Yeah. So it's, I, I don't underestimate people's stupidity because I'm a living example of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, just, just, just read Twitter for like two seconds. I don't need to, but thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, thanks. Yeah. Really, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm just... it. And that, that shows you the absolute instupidity. So. Oh, Reddit. Oh, I, I, I don't even know how to use, I don't even know how to use it. I don't even know. I mean, I don't know in there because there's so many hate pages with my name <laughs> on it. I... Oh, no way. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. Like oh. 50 pages of hate for me, I guess. I don't know. People are. That's so what I said. Awesome. People are such. Uh, this was funny. Uh, and, and this is totally off subject, but I just thought that Ming might appreciate this. Okay. So I was watching one of the. um. I think it was like a Twitch post or something. And it wasn't even, it wasn't even Kevin. Kevin was, or Kevin Smith. I talk like I know him or I don't know him. Um, <laughs> Kevin, that's his name. Okay. So, uh, so he, I don't even think it was one of his. He was, he was in the lineup, but it wasn't, he wasn't on yet. Okay. Um, and I think it was like a robot chicken. That's what it was. It was okay. a robot chicken. Okay. Okay. Love, love robot chicken. Right. Anyway. And and so so I was like, oh, I really want to see this. And like, so you, I'm I'm watching the I'm watching the feed over here, or the watching the chat over here. And suddenly it's like, where's Ming? We want Ming. And they're like, like your link kept popping up. Oh. And it was like from all of these people, they're like, where's Ming? Where's Ming? We want Ming. And I was like, I was like, that's oh my god, really, that's someone would have called me. I would have jumped in, but that's that cool. Was hysterical because it was like it was like several a lot of people like it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, I was just like, I was just like, oh, that's so cool. I mean, if he wants to give me a call and uh, lend my voice to a, a stop motion animation, I'm, I'm totally Oh, there, my so. God. I know. I know. I know. Really? St- Stupid I Buddies is amazing. Nobody but... called me out. I know. I'm sorry. Ring, actually, I think you should do it. I think you'd be a great voice actor. Robot, robot chicken. <laughs> robot chicken. Why not? Oh yeah, Vo- voice acting is it's it's not easy to get into. Um, I've I've done a little. Oh, bit and, really and, not. And um, I've I've done a little bit, and um, I've actually gone to L.A. and done some, you know, taking that, some. Uh, you, yeah, stuff. you manned the booth and uh, talked into a talked into a can. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, no, these are cans. Oh, cool. yeah. yeah. David Faustino told me he'd kill me if I got into voice acting, stealing uh, jobs away from him. That pretty much seems to be the attitude. So, yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to take food out of my mouth or I will kill I you. I don't want to piss off Bud Bundy. Who yeah. said this? Who said this? David Faustino. The guy played uh, Bud Bundy from uh, Married with Children. 
He does a lot of um, Avatar, and he does a lot of voice acting. Okay, okay. I I didn't even know that. I mean, I have a pretty good finger on my pulse of a lot of the people that do, you know, because I... I really enjoy voice acting. It's it's a lot of fun, um, but um, but it's acting, and I'm not very good at acting. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because um, I I just I wasn't I wasn't born with that acting bug like a lot of people are. You know, roll your R's. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh yes, yeah, yeah, and I, and of course I can't pull it out right now. But um, I did a uh, I did a couple of books. For um for Audible like children's books, oh, cool. awesome. And um one of one of them was Scottish. It was Scottish, and so I had right. to do like this. And I was Scottish. like, and I was like, I was like, is this Irish or is this Scottish? I don't know. Scottish. You know, and it was. <laughs> I was what I was. I had been listening to a lot of the Outlander books, and so I was like able to kind of pick up on it because I'd really like listened to it so much. <laughs> Um, yeah. Outlander, it's either uh, your introduction to Scottish accents or um, porn. <laughs> or porn. <sighs> I, 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 I dug the very first uh, season of Outlander, but it, it's very much porny. Yeah, I know. And so, yeah, and I don't, that's why I never, like, I, that's why I never got into Game of Thrones. I mean, my wife hated Outlander because it. This woman would get herself into these stupid situations oh, that she had no right to get herself. Yeah, and and the 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 character in the 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 show doesn't really depict the female character in the same light as the book does, and that I, always that always bothered me too. And mm-hmm. um and you know and so and when I'm reading a book, I can skip those sex parts if I want to. I don't have yeah. to read them. You know what I mean? Are yeah. the are like are like when are like when they're being um. You know when they're being um, put on, you know, put on the stretcher or whatever. You. you know, and this well, I can, I can the gore the sex. I'm with you. Well, I, I, you know what? I can take the gore of the sex a lot better. I can. I'm like, okay. yeah. I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's. You know, I'm like, oh, look, they just pulled his large intestines out. You know, like, I know, but that's me. But um, but yeah. So anyway. I digress. <laughs> um, yeah, so actually, that actually kind of wraps it up. Cool. Um, Thank you for you... the insight on, on dreams. And yeah. dreams. Oh, 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 no problem. No problem. Do really you guys, cool. do, do you guys have anything that you want to plug? Oh, or- uh, well, you know, if you want to have as much fun as Julie, Mike, and I did today and start your own podcast, you can also go to ashadeuniverse.com and start it up. Or you can just book me and Mike for a very, very low price like Julie and have fun with us. <laughs> we, do. we literally love talking about anything. Uh, you know, of course, we love learning and, and um, seeing what your, your, your universe is like, for sure. But we just yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. meeting other podcasters, for sure. So. Julie, thank you. This was fascinating. And what he said. What he said. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh my God. Thank you guys so much. And I mean, you know, I never, I never know how open-minded anybody's going to be to these kind of things because you, uh, you pick two, you pick the two right guys. I think. Yeah. There's more out there, you know, than can be explained by anything scientific. Mm -hmm. So, uh, everybody got their heads in the sand or up their asses. Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, that's pretty much it. 
<laughs> You're never going to change their minds anyway. No, no, that's that's true. That's true. But I mean, yeah. And I mean, and, and anyone who's who's into science fiction at all, you know, it's generally going to have some type a little bit to me is going to have a little bit more of an open mind because you have to you have to in order to yeah. in, in order to to accept it and kind of like put that, you know, you have to be able to to kind of go okay i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna watch this and i'm gonna appreciate it and i'm gonna enjoy it and i'm not gonna have that skepticism and that little uh, uh well that's not even that's not possible you yeah, know belief. <laughs> yes yes that's that's what i was trying to think of i couldn't i couldn't remember it i couldn't that's okay that's what i'm here for julie awesome. i'm here for you thank you guys so much bye